Well, good morning, Greenwich. Today is Tuesday. It is February 1st, the beginning of a new month. Not sure where January went to, but it's gone now. Uh, as we begin this uh, new day and new month together, I want to thank you uh, for your continued uh, participation uh, in the Basement Academy. Um, before we dive into our morning reading uh, and study, uh, an administrative note. Starting next week, okay, this week we're going to kind of go to the Psalms Lab. Next week, uh, and perhaps a week after, I don't know, we'll see what your uh, interest is, if any. Uh, what I'd like to do is just answer any questions you may have typically of a theological or biblical or psalm praying or pastoral nature. Uh, I'm probably not going to answer any economic questions or political questions very well, though where economics and politics intersect our scriptures, I'd be more than happy to take a swing at those. Idea is simply to provide you an opportunity to raise what you've been thinking about, uh, what questions, what you're mulling over, or where you're stuck on something or, or, or curious, and would appreciate um, some of my thoughts. And so the way to do this, trying to figure this out, I'd like to do it anonymously so that you have some protection around that if you want to ask a question that might, you know, push or stretch uh, some, some, some things. Um, and so uh, Eric and Joy, who helped to manage the website and um, kind of our communication tools, uh, they're fantastic. A big shout out to the both of them. Um, there, there should be on the website uh, a button or a box that will essentially be where you can ask a question and then like a little submit uh, button where you would you know you type it in and then you you hit the submit button it'll come to me but it'll come anonymously okay so I won't know who is asking the question if you want me to know who it is then yeah just simply disclose that or you can just straight email me at dmeeks at greenwichpres.org <clears throat> or uh, make a comment in the Facebook you know joy points this from the website also over to Facebook and just in the comments section uh, feel free to go ahead and ask a question and what I'll do starting next week is just go ahead and and take them uh, and just field them if maybe you know two three four questions uh, a morning it might be one question that lasts the whole um, time and so I just think this would be um, yeah, just be an opportunity for you to to bring your voice uh, into the room, as it were, in a in a in a different kind of way. Um, so I'll I'll remind you as we go throughout the week. Um, so anyway, submit your questions. Okay. All right, hold on. <laughs> you know, hold on. We're not going to open with a morning psalm. Okay. We're going to read from Ephesians chapter five but it points to the Psalms, okay? This is the Apostle Paul writing to uh, one of the early churches there in Ephesus. And so this is maybe in the, you know, 60 AD, 55 or 60 AD range. Paul writes, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. 
So we think it's challenging today. You know, 2,000 years ago, he was facing it as well. Uh, make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so Paul writing, he's kind of wrapping up his letter, encouraging the readers, the early Christians there in Ephesus to be wise, to be attentive to the reality of their days, the, the culture around them, to be attentive to the will of the Lord. Do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. God does have a will. There are things he wants to happen and he wants his people to be engaged in. And then this interesting, do not get drunk on wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Come under the influence of God's Spirit. Just as somebody who's had too much to drink, it is evident that that has happened. Their speech mannerisms, their slurring of words, or perhaps they're a little loose with their lips, you know. Perhaps their actions, you know, they're wobbling a little bit, uh, a little too boisterous or something like that. So we've seen somebody who's under the influence of alcohol. Paul is contrasting that when you come under the influence of the Holy Spirit, it will be known. It will manifest itself. One of the manifestations is the manner of our speech. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. So it's, it's a way of thinking our lives are oriented towards God. And then that spills out of our lips in our lives. So instead of complaining and whining and grumbling and being angry and frustrated, rather out of our mouths come words of scripture, words that uh, encourage us, that, that are reflective of our heart of praise um, and love for the Lord, and words that are trying to encourage others to do the same. And so what I've learned over the many years of praying the Psalms is that um, that psalms come out of me. <laughs> I'll just be in conversation with somebody, you know, typically pastorally in some, you know, conversation in my office or somehow. And I'll, I'll say, you know, there's that psalm where it says such and such and so and so. And, and, and I'm not trying to be a smarty pants. I'm trying to actually be a shepherd and a pastor. But it, they just bubble up. I mean, the, the scripture just bubbles up and enters the conversation. And so... Um, I, somewhere along the way, a number of years ago, realized, oh, I think Paul was also encouraging us in his own way to be about the Psalms. So anyway, I, I encourage you in that, in that direction with Ephesians 5. Okay, let's go to the Psalms lab. We've kind of done the deep dive on the rule of prayer. And so for a few days this week, I would just like to demonstrate how I do this. You do not have to do it this way, but I think it's helpful to see somebody do it. So, so not just tell you how to work the math problem, but work the math problem in front of you and you can kind of watch it, okay? And so a couple thoughts um, that, that I bring to it. 
kind of as I as I come to the Psalms, read them slowly, okay? Read them out loud. Read them with some intent. That is, I think I mentioned this some weeks back. The same way that we say the Lord's Prayer, or we ought to say the Lord's Prayer, that's another prayer. Of course, I've suggested it, Psalm 151. But Jesus said, say this. Now, there's a way of saying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We can say it really fast so we can just check the box, move on. But there's a way also of lingering with that. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. To slow it down and then to, to say those are the words of somebody else, that is Jesus telling us what to say. Like the Psalms are words of somebody else but then we're trying to make them our own. Saying them, saying the Psalms out loud with intent and purpose and, and, and with some pace. When I say slowly, I don't mean our Father. I think you know what I mean. It's don't rush through it. Linger, savor the words in your mouth. Some of them, I realize this is an English translation and there are different translations that you may be reading out of. But the Psalms in particular, when written and translated, they're written to have a little bit of poetry to them, a little bit of rhythm and pace and, and the, the words ring sometimes. The Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. That just, that just sings. <laughs> the Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. Psalm 126. So saying them out loud, I suggested more than just trying to say them silently, but our eyes see the words, our lips form the words, and then our ears hear the words. And so that's a way of taking the Psalms and impressing them on our hearts. And so... Uh, we see, we say, we hear, and, and, and so it increases our sensory engagement, um, increases the likelihood that the Psalms will begin to be kind of etched upon the tablet of the heart. A sense the mood, the tone, the emotion of the Psalm again. As you slow it down, you sometimes will pick up on that. It'll be through particular language, be it sad or happy or joyful or angry language, but you will you will get a sense. We, we all know how to do that, right? Somebody writes you an email, it's like, whoa, what's going on there? And so get a feel for the, the emotion, the tone of the psalm. Again, as just a way of making a human connection with it. Um, try to sound out the strange names, okay? And there are, there are lots of psalms that don't have any names in them at all, but there are plenty that do, okay? Um, one of my favorites is Doeg, Psalm 52. The, the heading talks about Doeg the Edomite. I think it's Doeg, I don't know. You can, you know, Doeg. You can, there's, there's, it doesn't matter how you say it, it's just that you say it. 
Og, king of Bashan, and uh, Sion, king of the Amorites. Always love Og, king of Bashan. Uh, I get Psalm 136. You'll get to know these people. It, it, you know, again, if you do this day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, you'll get to know Doeg. And then over time, you'll recognize the Doegs in your life. <laughs> It, that may not make sense now, but over time it'll make sense. Okay, and, and so, um, but so, so try to sound out the strange names. Just don't don't just skip over them. That's another form of psalmectomy. Go ahead and struggle saying that name. Okay, just say it out loud. You know, sound it out. Use all those you know rhyme schemes or you know reading schemes that we learned as children. Um. Where a here here's I think kind of where it comes into play. Praying the Psalms for me when when I began to go okay. Where a phrase or a word or a section of a Psalm kind of grabs you, and I, I don't know how to say it other than that. Um, you're probably not going to be grabbed by Og, king of Bashan, and Doeg, the Edomite, etc. But, but there will be lines that do grab you. <laughs> Hear my prayer, O Lord. <laughs> Attend unto my cry. And there's there, it just like that. That's me today. <laughs> Attend to me, O Lord. Um. The Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. Something may have just joyfully, some joyful news, some opportunity, some thing that happened in your life or a life of a family member. And so a line, a phrase, a word, a section, a, you know, a couple verses may, may grab you. And so this is the key. And it'll just be some kind of emotional little and it might be grab you in kind of a, ooh, a wincing sort of way like a psalm of confession or something. Blot out my transgression, O Lord. Against you, you only have I sinned, Psalm 51. So it may grab you by kind of an emotional wince. It may grab you with a sense of joy. It may grab you with a sense of wistfulness. I don't know if that's a, a word that you know and an emotion that you identify with. Kind of like, oh, consider my sighing, O Lord. <sighs> I, I lingered there usually every every month. Um, and so linger there. If you feel that little that little emotional grab, linger. Uh, I, I say here on the whiteboard, pull the car over. It's like you're driving along the road and all of a sudden, poof, boy, there's a vista there. Pull the car over, get out and observe. So linger there. Don't don't race through the rest of the psalm, but but maybe stop. Pull the car over. Stop. Get out. And 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 visit that a little bit, and then let your praying imagination go to work. I, I hope that phrase makes sense. Let your praying imagination go to work. That phrase, that word, grabbed you for a reason. Because when you're, you're paying attention, right? You're trying to make this your own, then all of a sudden that language 
makes sense. It speaks to your spirit, to your interior, your heart, not just your mind, but there's kind of an emotional, you know, nudge. And then just follow it. Okay, just just what what whatever that is. And I'm gonna try to demonstrate that in, in just a moment. Essentially what those little grabs are, those nudges, you pull the car over, you get out, you look out over the vista. It might be down into a canyon. It might be a, a, a thing that it might be stopping by a cemetery. You know, I mean, whatever emotionally that connection is, it may take you into a tricky place that's hard and you need to confess or acknowledge something of your emotional um, process, your emotional moment before God, but that's the key. Better to pray that than so, you know, God, I feel this angry myself right now. Now you're praying the Psalms. You're making that Psalm and that occasion, that's giving you the language to, to be honest before God with confession or complaint or arguing or you know shaking your fist or with joy and with hunger and with longing or with beauty and majesty. And Lord, thank you for that conversation I was able to have yesterday. So, so springboard from that verse, from that section, from that line, from that word that, that, that nudges you springboard from that then into what's going on in your life or your everyday prayer list. Because if you're watching this, you're a praying person, okay? In some way, in some fashion. <clears throat> Each of us has individuals that we're praying for. Spouse, children, grandchildren, um, coworkers, neighbors, friends, extended family, church family members, neighbors, others who have need. You know, each of us carries around a, a physical you know, prayer list or um, you know, kind of in our, you know, actually you have one. And so let the Psalm lead you into praying for that individual, okay? Instead of just kind of, dear God, I pray for you know, mom and dad and brother and sister. And you know, we, we sometimes, go through our prayer list somewhat by rote and kind of check, 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 dear, dear God, bless X, Y, Z. The Psalms then, you bring that person, that need, that situation before God in the language of the psalmist. It, it, it moves us away from sometimes our, our, our kind of narrow language or thin or shallow language. It, that sounds judgy, so forgive me there. Um, but you know what I mean. We, we sometimes pray in our own psalmic way. You know, we've got set words that we offer. You know, dear God, bless my marriage. Dear God, bless my wife. Yes, bless my marriage, bless my wife. Wouldn't it be great to also then pray, Lord, may our marriage be like a tree planted by a stream of living water, Psalm 1. So, so I hope that makes sense. I'll try to demonstrate that. So springboard into the prayer list. Uh, and then, you know, I don't know how you feel about this, but you may want to actually make a note. Sometimes there's somebody's name that gets attached to that particular verse. God brings somebody to mind. Um, and so you may make a note um, a date sometimes I've, I've again I've got bunches of these books and so some of them have dates and names or situations uh, attached to them so that's that okay let me um, <clears throat> let me read/ pray a couple psalms before we before we close.
on day one, I, I all, because I, I, I've already said my prayers this morning, but Psalm 1 in particular, I, I would encourage you to memorize all of Psalm 1, just as a, you start out the new month, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's set at the head of the Psalter for a reason. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Lord, as we get into this new month, make us into such people to recognize the mocking ways of the world and keep us from becoming the mockers um, mocking political folks we differ with Lord help us rather to uh, find our delight in your word as we enter this new month this new day may our our, our delight, our joy be found not only in reading your word, but meditating upon it, making it our own, uh, playing with it, getting acquainted with it. And Lord, how we yearn to be those people whose lives are fruitful. And we're in such a strange season, Lord, with this pandemic. And so make our lives to bear the fruit of this strange, challenging season. Lord, whatever we find our hands to do this day, this coming week, this coming month, as we said at the outset, Lord, may, uh, may we prosper. May we bear fruit for your glory. And Lord, um, as we age, uh, Lord, may we stay supple. May, may our spirits and hearts remain fresh and responsive. May our leaf not wither. Not so the wicked they are like chaff that the wind blows away. Lord, blow away the chaff of our lives. The things that I've come to trust in, the things that we have come to trust in that, that do not bring life, things that are empty, they, they're a shell of so whatever it's a pursuit or a, a belief or thinking. So Lord, blow away with the wind of your spirit like the chaff. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Father, watch over our way this day. And watch over our way in this coming month, our coming and going about. Help us to be, be attentive to you and your spirit. As we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 1. It's just that, okay? Um, Psalm 61. <clears throat> Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. 
For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. For you have heard my vows, O God. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Increase the days of the king's life, his years for many generations. May he be enthroned in God's presence forever. Appoint your love and faithfulness to protect him. Then will I ever sing praise to your name and fulfill my vows day after day. And so, Lord, hear our prayer as we cry out to you from the ends of the earth. I want to pray for Austin and Sinte who who minister at the farthest corners of the earth. We are a world away from them, but, but offer our prayer uh, for them and for our other mission partners, Pastor Victor, Juan and Veronica Liniero, these friends, Kathy Vernerum, Melanie Johnson, uh, Kevin Kiefer. Lord, for these and other mission partners who, who labor in other places at the ends of the earth to us, we pray your care for them. Lord, and, and for those whose hearts are faint, some are faint because of the pandemic, some because of medical diagnosis. So, Father, give strength. Lead them, lead us to that higher rock. And, Lord, uh, hear our vows, the vows we've spoken, uh, the vow of discipleship to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, a membership vow, a a vow spoken in, in intimacy and in marriage. And so, Lord, refresh and renew uh, our marriage vows and our marriage commitment to love and serve our, our wives. The baptismal vow that we speak on behalf of our children when we present them before you. And so we pray, Lord, these vows to be fulfilled uh, with our children. May they grow wise and strong in the faith, uh, even those children who were grown. And we pray on behalf of your, your covenant promise, O Lord. When we spoke the vow, we presented them to you. You make covenant that you will watch over our children and be their God all their days. And so for any child that has wandered from the faith and from the truth, Lord, we pray on, on their behalf even now uh, and on the basis of your covenant faithfulness. And for those who've taken the ordination vow or some other vow of service, Lord, we pray that you would help us to be faithful in that service that we seek to render to you. And how glad we are that you have increased the days of, of King Jesus' life. <laughs> uh, that son of David, his years for many generations and that he is enthroned in your presence. Lord, help us this day Help us this day to sing praise to your name as we seek to be faithful to all the vows that we have taken. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Psalm 61. There I just read through the whole psalm. Got a little itch in my ear going here. Um, read, read through the whole psalm and then worked back to it. Okay? So again, I'm... I'm familiar with Psalm 61. I love Psalm 61. I love that it's on day one, new month. I renew my vows, my discipleship vow, my marriage vow, my baptismal vow, and my ordination vow. 
I renew that on the first day of every month. Do I live perfectly fully into each of those vows? No, of course not. But the eighth psalm gives me an occasion then to, uh, to do that. Let me just close with Psalm 121. I think I just skipped right past it. <clears throat> Love this one. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Lord, thank you for the help that you offer even today. You who have made all things, you have strength to help. And so what help each of us may need walking into this new day, this new month, Lord, may we draw that strength from you. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. And how we thank you, Lord, that while we sleep, you keep us. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. Lord, may it be so. I want to pray for Amanda Bryson, head of school for Covenant Christian Academy. Even now, um, she struggles um, for life, but is so deep in faith. We pray that you would remove that mountain from her and she would hear her prayer and restore her body to physical strength and vitality. And so rescue her, Lord, watch over her. May she not experience harm. Watch over, uh, the, he will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. And so as we head into this new month, O oh Lord, there will be coming and going, uh, even today. For those who have to come and go on the icy streets, keep them safe. Those who will have to travel this month, Lord, uh, watch over the coming and going. And watch over the comings and goings of our lives and of our loved ones. And how we commit ourselves to you with joy that you are our help and strength. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. Psalm 121. Next month, day one, I may say some similar things because I have known these psalms so well. So I, I like always pray for Austin and Sente when we talk about, you know, the ends of the earth. I think of that farthest corners of the earth. And so I just, Psalm 61 is one that I pray regularly for Austin and Sente, the coming and going, etc. So the vows. So so we're going to do this tomorrow and the next day and the next day with day two, day three, day four, day five psalms. But I just wanted to demonstrate this one. Sorry, today maybe have gone a little longer. Um, but again, uh, encourage you to submit questions and um, to pray your psalms and uh, consider uh, some of these thoughts. Okay, let's close with Psalm 151, the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> Lord, hear us as we offer our prayer with deep gratitude for these psalms, for these scriptures. May your spirit indwell, inhabit, uh, so control us that uh, our lives would reflect uh, the psalms, the hymns, the spiritual songs, the gratitude that we have for you. And so, Father, hear us as we pray how Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. May the God who does not slumber or sleep, may he know, may you know that he watches over your life. And may he keep you in your comings and goings this day and forevermore. Amen.